No, but St. Catherine's would be great for like you. Yeah, it would not suck for, the show. for me. Because I'd because, miss because I'd miss you. You'd miss me. Don't waste your time on me. I'm already the voice inside my ear. But like, even like without the show, like you're 20 minutes away. Like even if I don't want to do the show stuff, I just want to go hang out with you. Yeah, you're 20 minutes away. Yeah, I know. But the real the real factor here is I live in my best friend's house. I've lived there for a year, and he said you can stay as long as you want, which really, in like normal people terms, means like a couple months. Yeah, whenever you you want to go. <laughs> so like, I I just I think it's irresponsible of me not to look if I'm. Living with Matt. So, like, yeah, I love Matt. Don't get me wrong. I love living at the family farm. It's fucking beautiful. It's all I want in a property. I'm trying to stay in the country, so I have the options of, like, Bell Fountain, which is up here in the boons, like, fucking on a, like, nice forest property, but further from work, an hour and four minutes each way. That's without traffic. Yeah. And then I have the option of St. Catharines with Robes, my best friend, and his roommate, Brock, at 700 a month with less mileage. And, like... Honestly, I'm kind of down to live with the boys again. I, I'm, I've lived with Matt. You know, before that, I was living with partners. So like, it's nice to live with guys, especially because Robes is on the up right now. Robes just got his fucking insurance broker's license and shit. So he's like, he's doing it. You know, he's doing it big. And I want to live with people who are fucking positive and productive. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know, man. Honestly, I can't call it. It's, it's just a matter of what works. Right. Sometimes things don't work. Yeah. My friend actually is struggling right now. Um, they're they're having issues with their fiance. So basically, what what's happening? Yeah, you can weigh in on this for me. So okay. Um, I told them I was doing a dry month or whatever, and they're like, "Oh my god, like I want to do that." I was like, "Yeah, I've dropped six pounds. I feel great." They're like, "I'm gonna do that." Like my partner is drinking so much, and like I don't know how to tell them that it's becoming a thing. Like you know, I'm starting to lose that attraction. Um, it's it's actually like. You know they're they're putting a gut on. They're not fiance eating or like girlfriend. Their fiance. Then you tell them. That's you talk to them. That's what it. I said. And apparently the fiance blew up and said, "Get someone else." Okay, bye. Oh, bye. That's See you later, Peter, dude. No, it's not. Fuck you. You expect me to adapt to you just because I'm like? Do you expect me to adapt to your, your conformity of life? But when I ask you to, hey, I want you to be around for a long time. I really don't. I don't want you to stop drinking. I want you to just kind of slow just, down. Just, just be more aware of what you're doing because I, I, I don't. I don't want this to become a bigger problem. Exactly. Than it needs to be. My advice. And yeah. you go go fuck yourself. Okay, fuck you. The drink means more to you than I do. So go fuck yourself. Bye. See you later. Give me my ring back. But there's Give me all house, that shit back. There's a house involved in shit. That good. Buy me out. <laughs> fuck yourself. Tell no, him, fuck bro. you. Tell him good no, shit. No, dude. Like no, that's bullshit. They're your partner. In life, in everything, kids. As soon as marriage. that ring came out, and that's what I tried to describe to them. I was like, as soon as that ring came out, so did compromise on absolutely everything. Every that either single of you want. thing. It is a partnership. It's not a dictatorship. It's not communism. It's not fascism. It's a partnership. Yeah, dude. It's it's like fucking um. It's like you know, Wiley e. Coyote and the Roadrunner. Where would yeah. one be without the other? Exactly. Sure, one's trying to kill the other one the whole time, but that's basically marriage. Yeah, hundred oh percent. Did I just crack the code? Yeah. No. The the. Cracking the code in marriage is I love you all the time. I don't always fucking like you. <laughs> I say that all the time. I love you. That's with it. All my heart. But I don't like you all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. I want to be alone, but I don't want to be by myself. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, like okay. I don't like I don't want like it's just. Yeah, it's dude. a funny thing. I respect that. Heavy way to start an episode, but fuck it. Sing clap. show hopes to buy new grade.
let's go. The Uptown Podcast, my God, what a show. Freaking Neil Gray and fucking Zach will go. <laughs> Good shit. But yeah, no, fuck that. Fuck that so much. This episode, we got a little different shit. Because, like, I totally bit this off of my friend Morgan's podcast, The Walk'em Talk'em Podcast. Go check it out. They just released a new Who? episode. Morgan Walk'em. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's on the show. Walk'em Talk'em. She was. She was on one of our shows. Check out that past show. If you like her voice, go and listen to her show. She's great. Also, um, you know what? I like beer. I like beer from Badlands Breweries. So go check out fucking Badlands Breweries. Yeah, in where are they? They're, they're located in Caledon, Ontario. It's the little farm, you know, like homebrewed beer IPAs. Are they known for anything? Yeah, their IPAs are amazing. They've wow. got some double IPAs. they got regular IPAs. they got fucking guy PAs. they got girl PAs. Do they got anything special got going PA on systems. coming up in the summer or anything like that? Yeah, they're actually opening a new patio. Wow. Um, yeah, it's going to be amazing. There's a deck. Oh, it's, I know what everyone loves wooden structure. Who doesn't love a good big so, old deck? So one, once lockdown's all done, you can go down and lock some beers. Check out Badlands Breweries. Badlands Breweries. And we're currently working on another sponsor to drop in this slot, but we'll see how that goes. We're getting there. It's slowly. Slowly. We're just flowing there. The flow with with the wind with the air. Um, who knows? Who knows? Uno. Okay. Anyways, I I I bit this part from fucking Morgan's podcast because like I listened back to it and I had to submit questions. They posted on their story. They were like, "Oh my god!" Like guys, ask questions to me and my my guest Jess. And I was like, "You know who's great at answering questions? Neil and fucking Zach." I'm super good at questions. So I, I posted on my story today and I was like, "Hey guys, fucking send me some questions to answer." So that's gonna be one portion of the show today. What else are we gonna talk about, Zach? Um, I want to talk about um like common sense things doing things for the first time and when they become nature like second nature to you yeah 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 so like the first time you do something and it's super awkward and uncomfortable and yeah. you're like am i doing this right yeah. yeah agreed i had one of those moments last week so we'll get into that eventually um we also want to talk about i wanted to talk about intuition versus trust like okay like me and you are both very trusting individuals and like yes. when we meet someone we give them the time of day okay you know what? i'm gonna trust you until you give and how me a often that can take advantage of that's just it but then there's the intuition your gut when do you trust your gut you know i want to talk about that yeah. um also, I want to talk about your first job and why it's actually important. As much as it's shit, it's important to get a job. I loved my first job. I good. loved it. That'd be great. I'm glad. I'm excited. To my talk first about job it. was fucking funny. So it's going to be a really, really good one. Um, yeah. So the the fix it yourself euphoric feeling. That's what you wanted to talk about. Um, mental health and its relation to learning. How how things when they suck and it's the worst. How you come out on the other side and why that shit's important. A little bit of a heavy one. Also, I want to talk about bar etiquette. I wanted to talk about the different etiquettes for the different types of bars because there's like different fucking things you can do in a pub that you couldn't do in a brewery that you couldn't that you could do at a club. By the way, a bar is different from a pub. 100%. A pub and a bar are two very different yeah, things. Yeah, dude. Restaurants have bars. There's, there's fucking gastro pubs. Like, I don't know yeah. what the difference is between that and a pub. But, like, regardless, just different etiquettes yeah. at different places you can drink and why you should never expect to pick up women anywhere. Yeah. And, <laughs> and why going to the club sucks. Oh, my God. Don't even bother. Oh, like, clubs what the, are the fuck? worst. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of little odds and ends in here. But I want to kind of dive in on these fucking questions first because they're fun. At least a couple are fun. Oh, there's still more fucking flowing in. Okay, so... Do you want to start with a funny one or what? Should we start with a funny yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Um, why are you so cute? Or is that not too inappropriate? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, sorry. Okay. That one is for me. That wasn't for you. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that because I'm ugly? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not my yeah. personal Instagram. Oh. Okay. Um, would you rather fingers the size of legs or legs the size of fingers? I think that's a question that Danny DeVito wakes up with every day. <laughs> would I... 
fuck. Can you imagine having fingers the size of legs? I would walk. Could you everywhere. imagine having legs the size? You're of You're essentially fingers? an octopus with with like four more tentacles because like your thumbs and your legs are already there, and then you'd have eight <laughs> digits, which are like you could walk and move with. Imagine how fast of a swimmer you would be, <laughs> just like flapping your arms beside your legs. I holy I, I, shit. And then <laughs> it'd be fucking hilarious to watch you fucking walk around with your little Dude, I would walk on my hands all the time. I would look like a fucking I don't even know what I would yeah, look like. Yeah, but then could you imagine like <laughs> you'd look you know what you'd look like if you had like the legs the size of fingers? You know like the big lobster from SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> and he's just big and jacked because he has these small legs. That's what you'd look like. With with legs the size of fingers? I would definitely I think, rather fingers the size of legs. Yeah, I think I, I'm I think I'm there. I don't I, think I could yeah. I, I have think, phenomenal legs right now. Like I have great legs. <laughs> I, I make gains. Oh, my legs are jacked. I could fucking, I could fucking cunt punch a donkey right now. Okay, uh, so like I got another one from one yeah. of my old college roommates saying why we can't all get together and get college wasted. It sounds like he was college wasted when he typed this. So thank you, pops. Your fucking jokes. Um, because college wasted doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. I do get pretty drunk. I got fucked up on St. Patrick's Day, but like I, I. But that's not college wasted. No, college wasted. College wasted is you're like throwing yourself off balconies and throwing up and throwing up. You're jumping through walls like you're you're frat housing it. I never jumped through walls. I never got that. I never understood why you'd go to a party to fuck someone's shit up. Cause like I would yeah. go to a party and don't get me wrong, man. I like playing drinking games and shit. But like I'm not the one with a golf club in your laundry room hitting fucking golf balls at your drywall. Like that shit's nuts. Like the things that people do at yeah. other people's houses. It's fucking wild to me it's, it's Dude, yeah the, the freedom you feel going to somebody's house and being like i'm gonna fucking put a fist I'm, through this guy's tv like and like the worst i would do is like steal someone's cutlery like just one spoon to be like yeah i got a spoon. no i used to put like i used to go into like their like recycling bins <laughs> and i would get like like a big jug of juice and i'd like put it in like the chinese like kitchen cabinet like the cabinets and stuff yeah, yeah. like the the show ones the, where all like oh. the kitchen the chinese dining room <laughs> yeah, set is yeah, yeah i'd like put it oh, there the and, and just and like go oh, over like again, the fine like, china when yeah. you said chinese i was like i know do you only go to parties with people who have chinese fucking kitchenware yeah <laughs> like what no I, I did it to my buddy's uh at my buddy's party once and then i went you back put juice like on display two it, months it was still there yeah two months later it was still there and i was <laughs> and i just kind of looked and i was like hmm. there was a group of kids um back in the day at these parties we used to go to both of us um and they used to write dirty mike and the boys were here on people's shit do you remember that yeah yeah, that shit was like it's a little ratchet. Funny at the time, but it like, was funny. It was if funny. I was dad and I came home and my kid had a party, I'm like, okay, stupid fucking idea when I wasn't here in case something went wrong. But what happened in the house? And I go downstairs and someone spray painted "Dirty Mike" and the boys were it's here. It's not just that. It's it's. I think it'd be funnier because like when it happens and like so the next day, like if you host a party and your parents aren't in town, the next day you are cleaning. Oh, you're cleaning, hard. cleaning, cleaning. Oh, dude, can attest just, to that. And, and like and like you're looking around and you're going like, you know what? I fucking did a pretty bang up fucking job. Like you can't see a fucking like I did great this looks just like and your dad comes home and he's like oh, everything looks pretty fucking good you're like yeah yeah you're like, yeah, it's, it's cleaner slow, than when yeah, we I left had, I, had a, I had a slow weekend I decided to clean a bit that's it he's like alright cool so go grab a beer downstairs you're like yeah no problem dad and all of a sudden you're what the fuck <laughs> and you're like, I'm dead oh shit you can just hear him taking his belt off from downstairs dirty Mike and the boys dirty Mike and the boys got you good did you know what that's from there's yeah, it's from the other guys. Yeah, it's like thank for the thanks for the fuck shack. Thanks for the fuck shack, Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> yeah, that's why we can't get college drunk because Dirty Mike and the boys are dead. And also, like, I, I my body can't handle that anymore. Like, I like getting college drunk. 
Yeah, no, man. I don't know, man. I've gotten, I've kind of like chosen my lane with it. I, it's lost the draw. Like, don't get, get me wrong. Like, you, you put me in a backyard with my old college roommates and like fucking beer. Like, I'm oh, sure yeah. we'll send it. Like, I know oh, yeah. we will. And like, I've done it in the past, especially now that I have a pair of pit vipers too. But like, yeah, shouts out our Instagram. Yeah, seriously, hilarious. But hilarious. Uh, I'm telling you right now, if I, if you put me with the right people, I have no problem getting belligerent. But college drunk implies that I'm gonna get in trouble. Like, yeah, I'm getting pulled over, or I'm getting in a fight, or not like, pulled over and planning or I'm something. Drive, then but again, like, I was never really a violent person. The only time I ever got in a fight in a bar is because I got punched in the face already by a lesbian. And yeah, oh, you want to hear this story? Yeah, it's a good one. So I was at the Red was Hot Chili Pepper. Oh, she was. I was, I was in a Red Hot Chili <laughs> Pepper. In a flannel. And uh, and I'm, I'm not just assuming this woman's lesbian. Everyone, hold on before you think I'm a fucking misogynistic prick. So I was dancing with my friend Abby, who's a pretty good looking girl. And uh, this girl like bumps into Abby, and she goes, "Watch it, you slut." And, of course, this girl comes over. Instead of punching Abby, she fucking punches me in the face. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I just look at her. I'm like, okay. And then she takes my hat and she throws it. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I like that hat. So how hard did you punch this dyke? (laughs) No, no, no. I didn't punch it. um, We're dancing or whatever. I go over. I see her at the bar. And I go over. And I was like, listen, I'm really sorry. But what the fuck did you do with my hat? She's like, I threw it. I was like, yeah, but where did you throw it? She's like, oh, it's over there. So at this point, I was like, okay, we've made peace. She's pumped. She's punched me. She's with her girlfriend. They're back at the bar, whatever. I go over to the fucking corner, and I pick up my hat. I see these two women holding hands, beelining it towards me, and they have their buddy with them now, and buddy's bottle in hand. Not like standard clasping bottle, bottle, like oh. a overhand grip, Got it. like gonna bottle me. And, like, they're coming at me quick, right? And this bitch starts yelling at me. And her friend comes up close enough, and I was like, I can hit him. So I fucking headbutted him in the face. Nice. Yeah, dude. I want to headbutt somebody so fucking oh, bad. Dude, it was so satisfying. Especially because I bet, but oh, fucking it, awesome. It, I, was, I was dizzy. Like, yeah. literally, I'm glad the bouncer came and grabbed me. And he was like, I watched that whole thing unfold while he was escorting me out of the bar. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. Like, she already punched me. He's like, no, 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 I saw it all. You handled that pretty well. And I was like, oh, thanks. He's like, but fucking, you got to get the fuck out. And fucking head throws me out. You handled that really well. And, and then, the and then Abby out came out. She's like, oh, my God, Neil, are you okay? And then I went home with Abby. That's nice. a one. Alpaca. Alpaca. <laughs> that was pretty early. Anyways, yeah, so uh, that's why we can't get college drunk. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that shit only happens at clubs, man. Yeah. Getting punched in the face like that dude, happens at fuck. Like, okay. Dude, clubs are the grossest fucking I place. Fucking, yo, especially because me and you grew up near Barrie. Fuck clubs. Oh, I'm sorry. Even gross. in Toronto, dude. Like when I when I first moved to Toronto, and uh, like my friends were all like, "Yeah, man, let's go out. Let's go to Tequila Jacks." I was like, "Okay, cool. Sounds like a great bar." First off, I was the oldest one there, and I was 22. Let's just let's just start with that, okay? Yeah. Even yeah. the bartenders, the Madison Dombrowski was a fucking bartender there. I was like, "What are you doing here?" She was like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah. It's like, ah, it's that kind of bar. So yeah, get there, fucking grimy. My friends are all picking up these underage girls. I'm like, this sucks. So I go to leave. My friend Brock's fighting someone outside i was like this is exactly what i don't want to do on friday yeah like i would no, much rather gross. i'd much rather like chill in my friend's fucking living room and slug yes. beers and like even if nothing's on the tv i'll play fucking president like with playing cards and i'll enjoy my time yeah more. you go to a club it's just there's a lot of cologne a lot of, and everybody's sweating everybody and i feel sweating. the need to defend every woman in there yeah i and, literally and just do. and like guys are like and, like it's just it's it's a creepy like clubs give off this creepy fucking vibe 
Never just like, fucking go dance with a chick. Never no, do that. Never no, do that. No. That shit's greasy, bro. Like, no. ask, ask. Okay, if you roll up to the to the bar with your three boys or whatever, you go in. You guys are having shots and shit. You're having fun. Okay, that the, the situations come up where you're gonna make eye contact with people and where you're gonna interact with people. Do not grab people. Do not fucking go up and dance with people. People are out to do their own shit that night. If they want you to be a part of their night, they'll let you know. Yeah, they'll include you. Yeah, exactly. But that's why clubs are fucking greasy, Gross. man. Greasy. Fucking Because it's like, I'm here, I paid cover, I'm entitled, therefore, to rub up on this stranger. Yeah, Fuck that gross. shit. Nah, dog. I'm I'm usually just chasing around I'm the girl. I'm a pub guy. If I'm, I'm, either, I'm either let's drink at somebody's garage. Yes, same. Or around a fire. Or a pub. I like pubs. Dude, I love breweries. And the only reason I love breweries, because you're going to say I'm a hipster piece of shit. But aside from that. I love Badlands beer. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> no, I, I actually love breweries because usually the food is insane. Okay, yeah, I'll give they you have, that. They have breweries, small menus, breweries, foods but are... they don't fuck around. No. It's like it's fucking pristine shit. Ah, uh, shit hits. And and that's the thing. Like, it's not like your normal fucking thing. It'll be yeah, like... pub food is like chips, like french fries. Yeah, fucking, fucking chicken wings. Chicken wings. And I'm down with that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Dude, absolutely. let's go to a sports bar and let's slug some beers. That's great. But like, breweries, I'm going and I'm getting like this crazy deviled egg dish. That like it doesn't make sense that I would never eat. Always got pulled I'm getting pork. fish tacos or like pulled pork tacos or some shit. Yeah, and, like just something amazing, like fucking kimchi cabbage rolls, like just yeah. nut shit. And then you get yeah. good beer on top of that. So like I fuck with that. And like sure, it might seem a little overpriced when you sit down, but the size of the fucking pints you get, and you can hit the bottle shop on the way out. That is the fucking key. Yeah, I go for four beers and I'm walking out with eight. And like sure, I spend like what 60, 70 bucks, but like. I'm enjoying my night, and I'm not getting arrested. So, but like, yeah, pub nights. I like pub nights. Pub nights are good. You know what's even better than that? Pub crawls. Pub crawls. I knew you were gonna say I got it. To, I got to I go on a it. booze cruise once. You ever been on a booze cruise? On the boats? No, I talked about that no, last no, no, episode. No. So, um, so I, I'll, I'll, this, I'll tell you my story. It's a country song. No, yeah. The booze cruise got a booze. Them got a booze. move. Okay. <laughs> so many had. All right, that's not. Um, so me and um. Like um, my brother-in-law, I guess, one of them. Um, his mom, I guess, won tickets to this booze cruise in, in Collingwood, like a, like a fancy one. Like there was like Side Launch Brewery. And oh, love a it! A bunch of breweries in Collingwood. Shout out Side Launch. Yeah. So he was like, uh, "Listen, you want to go with me?" Like she just gave me these tickets. Like, Do you want to go? I was like, "Sure, fuck it, whatever." So I'm like, we like we're like, all right, we'll go, and we're kind of like we dress the same, like we're in like t-shirts and jeans, or whatever. We're just gonna go on a booze cruise. We show up. What is a fucking booze cruise? So it's a bus, and it takes you to all the different breweries. Oh, it's okay. It's but it's on on wheels. That's why they call it a cruise. Booze Got it. Cruise. Understood. So, anyways, so we show up. I'm in like my snapback. I got a Metallica T-shirt on. I'm in jeans and like my Nikes. And we show up. He's kind of in like the same thing, and everybody else is in suits, Love and dresses. It. You've already crushed. And we it. went. Oh fuck. We walk in. The lady goes, "Perfect, thank God." And we're like, "What?" She's like, "You guys are here with the band." Yes, and we I were like, said "Yes." And we were like, "No, we're here for the cruise." And she was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, bus three, and we were like, "You didn't even look at the tickets." And she's like, "No, no, bus three. I was like, "All right." So we go in and just full of fucking people and suits, looking at us like weird. First, uh, first brewery is like an apple cider place, and I'm like, I'm not a big <laughs> apple cider guy, but she was all right. They gave out apples. It was great. Wait, wait, wait! Like just apple cider, or like cider, like alcoholic cider. No, like alcoholic cider. Okay, sorry, like, sorry. No, just giving you al- apple, apple cider, apple cider vinegar. Not apple cider vinegar. <laughs> apple cider, whatever the fuck. <laughs> it is. Oh my God, 
anyways, anyways, yeah, we were all super fit after. Um, <laughs> so the first so place, healthy. everybody like nobody was talking to us. Of course, second not. place. As people get more drunk, you get cooler, dude. By the last place, we were we had the fucking bus singing songs. We were, dude, the place was loving us. We oh, yeah. stroll in, people like you're sitting with us, right? Like, cause you get a full dinner afterwards. Like, we got a full prime rib dinner after. Holy shit! No wonder people are wearing suits. Oh, <laughs> did dude, you was, read the tickets? No, we didn't. <laughs> and so they're like, "Oh, you're sitting at our table." We were just having a great time. Doesn't the band show up? Looks just like me. Amazing. And it's yes. like a ska reggae band. Oh my god! And they were pissed because they were like. Well, this is not the music we thought you guys played, but the band was awesome, and they were like dance, like it was, it was, dude, it was fucking so playing cool. Bedouin sound clash, and, and shit. we left, and I, I'm pretty sure I like bowed to everybody, like good evening, good night, and uh, we left. And it was the, dude, it was such. A <laughs> you great were a superhero on a booth cruise. Oh, I would do it again too. We, it was awesome. We were dude, so that's not fucking supposed amazing. to be there. I love that. Oh yeah, it was awesome. I love that. We'll do it. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess pubs pubs are pretty standard though. Pubs are like you roll up to a pub with your boys. You get some food. There's scarves I, everywhere. I used to steal glassware from pubs. I had a really bad phase in college where I would like, you know, there's they'd have like schooner specials on Tuesdays. I would always yeah. try and take a schooner. Oh, and yeah. then no, there came a time where I got caught. And the only time that I got caught taking a schooner from a bar that I cannot say the name of is uh is when my sister was down. Obviously. My sister and her friend came out for drinks. Her friend picked me up and like we went out to the bar and like all my roommates were there. We all got like really wasted except for my sister's friend. She's like, Neil, I'll drive you home, but not your friends. They're too drunk. And I'm like, Oh, okay, that's cool. So Did you did you So did I, you, I scooped the schooner. No. Did you, no. Oh, okay. Oh my so, God. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just my story. sister's friends off limits. So um literally I get the schooner, I tuck it under the shirt, under my coat, scoot out the door as fast as I can. I'm like, yes, they they don't know anything. We're yeah. about to pull out of the parking lot. Fucking bus boy sprinting out the door. <laughs> and you're just like, drive! <laughs> yeah, literally, except he knocks on the window. Start the car! <laughs> he knocks on the window. He's like, hey, did you take something? And I was like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I clearly watched you put a schooner under your jacket and walk out. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're wrong. First of Owner all, comes out. Yeah, go on. Owner Sorry. comes out. She has her phone. In her hand, she's like, "Is this you?" Turns it around. It's fucking security footage of me, left, right, tuck under, <laughs> trying to scoot. I was like, "I took the schooner. I'm sorry." She's like, "You're banned from this place. You're never coming back." I was like, "Okay, here's a schooner. I'm sorry." My sister's like, "Neil, that's so embarrassing." I was like, "I'm sorry." Like, fuck. I already have three of these at home. Like, first of all, first of all, this bus boy, go fuck yourself. Yeah, dude. Like, you do not get you're paid. Minimum to wage. Count are, you, are you fucking Paul Blart? You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like, that was my first job, by the way. What a bus boy. Yeah, we'll get there. But uh, literally, <laughs> a week later, my friends, my my roommates are still going to this bar because we frequent in this place. The fucking Fishbowl Fridays, Schooner Tuesdays, all that shit. Just drink deals because we were broke. So like, uh, yeah, my roommate calls me on Tuesday. He's like, Neil. I was like, what? He's like, this lady wants to talk to you. I was like, what do you mean she wants to talk to me? Puts the owner on the phone. Lady apologizes to me, tells me I can go back in because she misses my business. I was like, bitch, it's a franchise. Bitch is starving, isn't it? <laughs> so, yep, I, didn't, I, I still have three of those scooters. Nice. Did she get? Did she let you leave with a scooter? No, she did not give me a scooter. That it was, it was kind of weird energy after that. Oh, 100% it would be. But tell me about being a busboy. Uh well yeah it was, that was my first job I was like a I was like a I made like salads and stuff oh okay I was gonna be but, like um, bus boy is in like in elementary school you're one of the bus monitors you got to wear the fucking vest and like make sure kids got off the bus <laughs> 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 you remember that yeah <laughs> yeah those fucking losers <laughs> uh no I worked at a restaurant it was my first job okay I loved it it was awesome 
Eastside Mario's. No, it was oh. like a family-owned restaurant. Oh, really? Okay, it was a awesome. little private one. Yeah, it was uh, called Taste of Freedom. It's in Tottenham, Ontario. It's still nice. there. Um, Taste of Freedom. Wow. Oh, dude, it sounds like so a porn, good. dude. Oh, dude, it's it's like a five-star it restaurant. It is mouth porn. It is mouth porn. I love it. It I is mouth it. orgasmic. It's so good. The prime rib dinner there is insane. Anyways. Um, you and your prime rib today. I love a good prime rib. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good prime rib. Anyways, uh... Yeah, like the sh- head chef there. Uh, the time was his name was Dave. His name was Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're gonna do the salads. All right. Okay. <laughs> nice. Thank man. you. I've been working. <laughs> you have. You crushing. Keep going. Keep going. Um. But yeah. So I learned how to clean. Like he taught me how to clean. <laughs> Amazing. No, no. But like that's a very important thing in life is to like learn how to clean. Learn like I I learned how to do dishes. I know how to clean floors really well and all that stuff. I know how to make a fucking killer salad. You've had my salad. I dude, make I love killer salad. salads. Yeah, man. Um, I'm Matt, really shout good. out Matt's salads, oh, bro. Dude, that dude pissed me off when he how good that salad was. <laughs> okay, go on. Um, yeah, I, I can do like fancy plate designs and stuff with like different like sauces and aiolis and shit like that. Like I do like just the word aioli sounds fancy. I can do fucking crazy shit. Like it's all because of what it taught me. It taught me how to make a cup of coffee. That's where I learned to make coffee. Oh shit, I love your coffee. Yeah, um, I learned how to do that. It was it, that place was. Life changing. I used to I used to put the hockey games on for me. Oh, I was a hockey fan. So it'd be like, was it was, Italian? And uh, it was. So it's a French restaurant. Ooh, French so actually like seriously fucking fancy food. Yes, and, yeah, very fancy food. And the owner was a Montreal Canadiens fan. So whenever like the oh. Canadians and Leafs would play on Saturday nights, he you like, guys would have to be separated. No, he would come in like at the end of the night, it, like be like the third period. He'd put it on. And uh, sit there and stare at you. <laughs> he just and he would no because I'd be clean. I'd be like mopping the floors and stuff, and he'd just be like, oh look at this, oh. Another goal, I bet you. Like he's just a big Canadians fan, right? So it was, it was it was a great, it was a wonderful environment. Awesome to dynamic, work in. yeah. Oh, it was so good. I love. You felt you felt I, like a part of a family. Yeah, there was one uh, one time um, where he was like, uh, he's like, it was New Year's Eve, I guess, and I was working New Year's Eve, and uh, they were all going up for the countdown, and I was still like mopping floors, and he came back, and he had like, he like from the tap he gave me like a shot of beer and he was like he was like if you tell your mom i'll fucking kill you (laughs) come have a beer with us and like he's like it was literally a shot like an ounce of beer but dude that was probably such a cool feeling it was and i was just he was like i was like i was like are you gonna get in trouble he's like i mean no but like don't like don't don't fucking tell the cops yeah like just (laughs) like i could i could do it now because like i'm you're of age. Of of age. Like and for and a realistically, while. dude, that first beer, is that your first beer? That wasn't my first beer, no. I could tell you that story if you want. I, I I remember my first beer. Do you remember your first beer? Yeah. I remember exactly. Okay. My first beer. I know exactly what I was wearing, too. Hit me with your first beer. Ottawa. I want to say 2005. Love it. So you're a child. I was a child. <laughs> um, but I'm as I've said before, my cousins are from the Ottawa Valley. That didn't matter to them. So I... I was in my West 49 hoodie. It's my favorite hoodie. Love my it. Cousins, Brown? No, black. Love it. With okay. the, remember this old white spray painted logo? Yep. It was that hoodie. I had the brown one. Yeah. So, yeah, it came in brown. Yeah, there was a brown one. Actually, the brown one was really nice. Anyways, uh, and I remember um, my cousins were throwing a party. Uh, Shouts out Matt and Mike. They were throwing this big bush party because that's what they did. They like a massive bush party. This one guy showed up with just husks of corn <laughs> and was eating corn. He's like, Are you got, like y'all that. want some fucking corn? But like, uh, so I was, uh, and I was like, I want a beer. I want a beer. And how old are you? You're I was 10. 10. And my dad's like, like, relax, bud. And, I, and one of the guys, one of the guys, all of them Give were underage. But they were, like, they were like 17, 16. He, was, he gave me a bottle, like a beer bottle cap. And he was like, if you can bend this with one hand, 
I'll give you a beer. And it's as a child, like that's fucking impossible. It was super oh, yeah. hard. So if you ever see me with a bottle of beer now, you'll always see me fold the cap with one hand I now. I have seen that. And I, so now you know why, because I would just go like, yeah, I deserve this beer. That's my, and that's oh, my head thing. Oh, yeah. okay. So did you fold the bottle cap? I didn't. So then I was really upset and I went to my dad and I was like, I couldn't do it. And he was like, <sighs> he's like, don't tell your mom. And he oh, gave me like, shit. he gave me the rest of his beer, which was like half of a Lakeport honey. Bobby was drinking Lakeport honey at the time. Yes. And he was like, yes. go back to the party. This is all you can have. And like, just, just go and just, so I show back out. I'm 10. These guys are like 18, 19. Oh, they're and they're like, loving it. Yeah, they're loving man. it. And they're, so, they're, so, okay. So then the party goes on, whatever. I am I am loving life at this party. I got to kiss one of the girls. What? Yes, dude. Yes. Uh, sorry, two of the girls. Sorry, two of the girls. And one of them, I like, I like, she sat on like my lap, and it was one of the guys' girlfriends. He's like, give him a kiss, give him a kiss, and so she did. It was fucking amazing. And somehow I made five bucks. Don't know how dude, that I'm, happened either. Woke up the next. Woke up. Oh, was the best. Woke up the next day, and I was like, like. Like little kid boner, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna marry that girl, and my cousins Aww. were like, No, no, you're not. you're all right. <laughs> she got plowed last but it night was, by her boyfriend. Oh yeah, <laughs> right over there. No, <laughs> but they're uh, still doing it. It was uh, that was that was my first beer ever. Damn, was a lake port, a half of a Lakeport honey given to me by my dad. I love that. That's yeah. great. I think my first beer was also at my dad's house. <laughs> it's always your old man. Shout out the old man. Yeah, so uh, I must have been twelve. 12 or 13 and no it was at my dad's sister's house because um auntie margaret it's my dad's sister and was married to uncle bobby all very northern irish so it was at my dad's sister's house and Weird. her husband's name is uncle it's my uncle bob <laughs> <laughs> i'm not kidding what? oh my god that's so cool yeah what a, what a small world uncle man. bobby zanuda yeah yeah the late he uh my uncle bob passed five years ago a week ago rest his soul rest his soul yep um i, I always used to, i still dedicate my guinness to him but uh yeah, I was there, and we were talking about... So my dad, like, you know how fucking Northern Irish he is, right? Super Northern So, uh, yeah, Bob's the same. Uh, Robert's his name. Uncle Bob's the same. And uh, they would sit me down and make me watch these movies about fucking <laughs> the orange nature, like the Protestant stuff in Ireland. And, like, right. I didn't absorb any of it. I'd probably just be sitting there, like, fucking playing with shit and, like, you know, a super ADD kid. So my Uncle Bob was like... He'd test me after the after the videos and before it was toys and like one time came up he was like neil you get these quite you get these questions right it's a beer and i'm like a beer and he's like yeah your first beer i'll give you a beer and it's also laker maker laker it's a buck of yeah, beer laker beer yeah so, laker beer lake port same yep. shit so uh so i sat there and i fucking paid attention and he's like battle of the boy and i was like oh 1860 whatever the fuck and like you know just spit these facts he's like you did it. And I was yeah. like, I did it. And he's like, yep, here's your beer. So he gave me a Laker, threw up everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember tasting it and be, like that lake, like half that lake pony. I think it took it like probably took two or three hours to drink because I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, Ugh. oh, it tastes like balls. That was gross. <laughs> like beer sucks. Like, let's uh, be honest. Like, is beer yeah. a good flavor? Like, no, you just become accustomed to drinking it enough that it's just the cold that's satisfactory. It's not even the beer. <laughs> like, it doesn't even matter what it tastes like. Yeah. Like, cause like I know people who like, oh yeah, that tastes like shit. That, like, it's all fucking go fuck yourself. Like, I'm sorry if I go to a beer and I'm like, hey, do you guys have this on top? And they say no. I'm like, give me whatever. Like at this point, yeah. like you I'm go down the guys, list. Though I'm one of those guys. What do you what mean? Do you, what do you got on top? Yeah, so am I. I always ask. And then, like, and then they're like this. I'm like, oh, I feel a little, I feel a little record thread tonight. Yeah, that's just it. Well, fuck it. I don't give a fuck what you give me at the end of the day. Like, obviously, I prefer things to other things because they taste less like ballsack. But at the end of the day. 
the fucking baseline for beer is none of it tastes beer like fruit. Beer isn't what tastes good. It's what tastes the least worst. <laughs> Literally, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I, I have a great story, actually. When I was living in Beaton, when I was a child. A child. Uh, a child. Six. Like six, five years old. Um, across the street, there was a family that was very, very close to us, the Cassars. So Ryan and Luke Cassar were like my best friends when I was a child. Luke is a little younger than me. Ryan's a little older than me. Luke's my age. Yeah. So my nice dad guy. left. My dad and their dad would always hang out. And my dad left a beer in the garage on on the porch, like right beside the garage door. Luke, four years old, picks up beer, fucking slams this thing. Like I'm telling you, he drank the if whole. You, if you know Luke Cassar, that makes a hundred percent sense. And my mom, holy shit! I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the reason they got divorced. Like I'm ninety percent sure it's <laughs> it's up there. Like, oh my god, Auntie Carol, fucking it kick my dad's ass and like yeah and that that was that was luke's first beer when he was fucking four years old out of boy kid's a man kid's a goddamn man okay let's goddamn go back man. we get sidetracked so easily let's go back to the questions oh yeah we got questions um in 20 years will most humans identify themselves by their virtual worlds damn <laughs> that's a fucking question well, most humans identify themselves by their virtual world. So, like, in terms of, like, the worlds we build on Instagram and shit like that? Like your social media. No, or is he saying that, like, in 20 years, in order to identify yourself as a person, you would need to build your own world. Like, hey, I'm going to go visit Zach's world today. And I'd end up in, like, you could go to your fucking program and it would be your shit. Like a VR. Yeah, it'd be your shit. Whatever like you the want ma- there. Like the Matrix. Yeah, so there would be fucking, like, the fucking football teams you like and, you know, whatever you want there. That's fucking nuts. That's a cool thought. I don't like that. Me neither. I don't like that. I like it living cool in a world. I, don't, I, don't I like, like living in the world that everyone else has kind of laid out for me and then making it my own rather than being able to create my own. I feel like that would be fucking dangerous and volatile. I just like being in the now. Being I don't wanna, in the, I'm I, just like I like being, being in the shit. I like being in the yeah, mud. Yeah, like I'm here. I just like being here. Yeah, I agree. But do we think that people will identify themselves like that? I don't. I hope not. No, I, I, don't, I don't think... I mean, maybe our kids' kids, maybe, maybe. but like, no. Well, I think as of right now, like, I, I just can't see. Well, look at look at streaming though. Like, technically, that is a virtual world that people invite us into. Like, if you look at watch somebody's Twitch stream, like if you watch Austin's yeah. Twitch stream at what is it, King Rocky? Yeah, King Rocky. You you can see that his own virtual world is like he he exposes what he's doing and what he likes in his own space. So I guess technically that's a virtual world. Yeah, or you can just hear him yell at me for not shooting somebody in Warzone. <laughs> Which is also great. Which is also great. But, um, yeah, I don't think people will I, like identify themselves using those worlds. I think they, they kind of let us peer into their own little worlds that way, but I don't right. think that's going to be like, this is who I am because of what I have here. Yeah. I, I don't think that's... It's, it's like video games. Like uh, That was another question. What is your favorite video game of all time? Of all time? Uncharted. I like the Uncharted series. Damn, that's a new one. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike that because the new video games are pretty fucking great. But I do, I do sports games. Like I was a sports game guy, so like when when I saw I played Uncharted, I was like, I love this fucking the game. story because you're literally a, it's a movie. Yeah, I get it's a movie. Be, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I love. I think I've said it before on the show. I loved it. I also played Bioshock once. Bioshock like the, was fucking incredible. The, the one where um, yeah, it's the underwater city. No, no, I didn't play that one. I played the one where you like there's like the big mechanical bird. It was like the what's that fucking. Like uh, Daft Punk, not Daft Punk. Daft Punk. No, what's the the what's the thing where like mechanical, but like it's old Victorian and stuff with like metal and 
the f- steampunk. That's oh, it. steampunk. <laughs> I was like Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Steampunk. So it, it was that one. I don't remember which one it is. I think it's the third one. Yeah. And ever, like, ever after, or whatever. Something the like it is. that. You have to save the girl, but like that's every every up, video game. But it ends up you being like you. <laughs> you're actually the fucking bad guy. Yeah, you are the bad guy, and it's all and like uh, it's super mind fucks. No, no. Yeah, no, but it, I was I was so mad at the end. I was like I was like really. I was like that's how it ends. I'm the guy. I kill me, and it never happens. Like that's how I was like yeah. oh, fucking stupid. Fair enough. I, I there's different games I love for different reasons. Most hours i've ever put on a game and enjoyed in my childhood playing with my friends halo fucking three hundred you were a big halo guy i fucking loved halo i used to skip school to play halo like it Didn't was that ever come up with halo 4 yeah but it sucked <laughs> oh there was a halo, and halo 4? 5 and halo guardians and halo odst and like there's a bunch of them dude i thought it ended at halo 3. no halo 3 was the only game that i ever got all the achievements on other than call of duty 4 because literally dude i grinded that shit and i played that campaign through and through and through again but if we're talking like that one's to enjoy with people like that's up there with like the nazi zombies games and shit because like my childhood was formed around that doing sleepovers with my buddies and playing split screen until three in the morning until someone's mom would yell at us like that was that shit my my favorite game to play on my own like just to fucking grind out i used to love scary games like the ones that i would have to turn off because i got scared of them like literally no it, and it'd be so satisfying getting to a scary part and getting past it like doom there's doom games i've never played doom but i heard it's fucking insane they're not the og og doom there was another one that came out that was for the first xbox that was great and i remember like getting towards the end of the game and like having to like do it in little bits only when it was light out because like but it was like a journey for me to actually like push through that fear and you know like come through it and it, it was cool but uh best game of all time my favorite game ever shit man i've played a lot of video games i used to love video games i think the best game ever this is a big statement shit atv off-road fury (laughs) (laughs) atv off-road fury too no best game ever in terms of like playability and just like enjoying it the whole fucking way through zelda ocarina of time for sure wow I have it tattooed on my body. <laughs> you do. That is true. And is there's true. memories with that too. Me and my sister playing it. Nintendo 64 game, fucking hardest game ever. If you could beat it without fucking looking up how to beat the water temple, you're a different breed, bro. Like <laughs> that's the third. That's the third temple. And like, if you get past that shit, you could beat the game. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't think I've ever like I've played Zelda, but I don't think I never owned Zelda. Like, I never played yeah. it like on my. Own. I did Breath of the Wild. That was a close. That was close second to Ocarina, but like. It got a little too complicated, and it was just too much running around. It was just a big-ass map. That's the thing with these games now. They're giant. They're too big. Oh, yeah. You play Grand Theft Auto. It's fucking... You play fucking Skyrim. Play, it's oh, like yo, a, dude, Sky- Red Dead Redemption. Other side of the world. <laughs> Literally. Well, Red Dead Redemption is dope, too. I want to play... I haven't played the second one, but everybody says it's fucking awesome. You get to be like a... It's like Grand Theft Auto, but in the Old West. <laughs> I think that's great. There was a sweet game that came out, too, that I just think everybody should play once because it's fucking crazy. It's a first-person parkour game. It's called Mirror's Edge. And, like, you're, like, this badass Japanese android bitch, and you get to fucking, like, jump from building to building, and it's, like, first person. It's fucking, like, whoo, gives you the heebie-jeebs. It's good shit. Gives you the heebie-jeebs. Okay, well, we'll move on. That, yeah. Hold on, I got one. I got a, Oh, you I got, got questions? Question. Yeah. I got, I got one. I got two, actually. <laughs> okay. This one comes from, from, we'll call him, I call him Big K. Big K. That's what I call him, Big K. Okay, nice. Because it was on a box one time, and I was like, huh. And I was like, Big K. Uh... <laughs> And I special K. It's a, a special K. 
Uh, and he goes, he wanted me to talk about blindness in, inter- in inner city cats and their effect <laughs> on gas prices. <laughs> and let me branch off a bit. So here's the thing. Here's what I understand. Inner city cats. So inner city is cats. He talking like, is he talking jive right now or does he mean felines? Yeah, blindness in inner city like cats. cats? Yeah, like no kittens. Hey. Like cats. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> blindness in inner city cats and their effect on gas prices. And here's what I think. Ray Charles is not to be attacked like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you go ahead. So cats, right, <laughs> have bones. Correct. Right? right? And if you bury one of those in the ground, eventually, over time, they'll become fossils. Oh, shit. Adapting into crude oil. Okay. <laughs> Adapting. And the less cats that are dead and buried in the ground... The less oil. Less oil we have, which is going to affect your gas prices, because oil affects everything. So, But when you have a blind cat... Is that premium fuel? That's pre- no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, 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 premium fuel. Regular gas is the blind ones. <laughs> but blind, I, I, with the blindness in those cats and how it affects the gas prices is... Like, gas prices are actually going down, because the bl- blinder these cats are... You never these see These cats are running into traffic. They're getting <laughs> they're getting hit, right? Like, and, and this has been happening for years and years. Nine times. And it takes... It, these it things takes about don't nine die. times. They don't die. But these blind cats run into traffic and, you know, they're getting buried. And then eventually they become, uh, you know, oil, which becomes gas and it lowers gas prices. So blind blind cats are actually saving the economy one dead fucking run over by a tire at a time. Fantastic. Um, yep. I'll, I'll give the other take on that. And uh, <laughs> if, if, if you think that that gas prices are driven by anything other than felines with with... With issues. blind impeding yeah, blindness. With, with, with impeding blindness or, or you know near sighted <laughs> near sighted cats, far sighted cats, they, they don't have the same access to healthcare as we do. And if they're street cats, they they really are neglected by society. And who knows? Some people kill cats, like fucking serial killers do it to, before they start killing people. So like at the end of the day, people need to drive in order to get cats. And yeah, don't fuck with cats. Unless it's going to lower gas prices. Well, well, realistically, if you have to drive to get a cat, if it's blind or not, you're you're technically feeding the machine and feeding the economy by by purchasing that gas. So I think they're driving prices up. I think that in order to to <laughs> to really <laughs> to mitigate the problem of inner city blind cats, we need to stop driving to get them. <laughs> yeah, walk walk to get your blind cat. I don't, yep, that, and then uh, and then your gas prices will go up. Thanks, fucking big K for that. Great question. Fucking knew he was gonna do some shit like that. <laughs> okay, crackheads and the tendencies. That's all it says. <laughs> and the tendencies, yeah. not even their tendencies. It sounds like a band name. What's up? <laughs> My name's Crackhead, and these are the tendencies. <laughs> and uh, this is our first hit single, Track Marks. <laughs> crackheads and their tendencies. You know, you know, I I've only met. There's two stories I have about crack. A lot of them so have you, blind cats. <laughs> Do you have any crack stories? Do I have any crackhead stories? Yeah. I have two. Um, believe it or not, the amount of times I've spent in the city, I I never had a chance to come across a, a, like a like a legit okay. crackhead. You know, I didn't know I did either. I mean, I haven't been to Oshawa very much. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. No, I went to the bar with my friends, and uh, we were coming out. It was great. It was me, my friend Jill, and my friend Cody. And we were walking out of the bar, and Jill was like, fuck, I want to smoke some weed. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I'd be down to smoke some weed, but where are we going to get it? So we are going, we go over to an ATM to pull out 20 bucks to see if anyone will sell us a fucking twin. Right? Dude walks up. I guess he overheard us. He's like, you guys want to buy some weed? Looks like a normal guy. 
And like, you, you should know, kids. If someone approaches you and says, "You guys want to buy some weed?" Ask them to smile. See their teeth. Their teeth. Their teeth <laughs> tell a story. No, and he looked trustworthy. And we'll get to this trustworthy versus intuition thing. We're like, yeah, man. Like, do you have any pot? He's like, yeah, but it's back at my place. And I was like, ooh, Jill, I'm coming with you if you're going, first off, because I'm not letting you go to this man's house by yourself, who just overheard us talking about weed and is now inviting us to his quarters. And he's scratching his neck a lot. <laughs> he was not scratching his neck. This is the fun part. You guys want some weed? So so we're like, all right, cool. You know what? Yeah, let's buy some weed off this guy. Or like, there's three of us. We'll be fine. So we follow this dude to his house. Not it's, many crackheads it's not far. numbers. It's not far. <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> funny you say that. So uh, we get to this house. It's a basement apartment in Toronto, standard. You can't afford fucking regular apartments there. And uh, dude opens the door. We follow him inside, and there's two girls on the couch, both of which are half naked. One man on the couch with them. One woman is unconscious. Other man smoking crack, and the other woman is sitting there, like just looking at the wall. So I look in the door. I'm like, Jill, we should go. <laughs> He's like, are you, are you sure you guys don't want to stay? Oh, get your weed. It's just in my room right here, man. And Jill's like, fuck it. We're already here. We might as well get the weed. I was like, Jill, this is not a good call. Like, He's going to get a gun so or no, something. So no, the three the three crackies migrate to the room. They don't want to be near us. They're like, oh, real people. And they like run to the room. And uh, we're, we're in the kitchen alone with this dude. It's like you're walking into this kitchen area, right? None of us have taken our shoes off. We're like, this is fucking no, strange. No, you don't take your shoes off. And the off. smell, you Step think that crack smells like stinks? It's got a weird fucking sharp scent to it. It's like, really? I, I don't know. And the dude's like, well, since you're here, you want to hit this? I was like, Jill, we're getting the fuck out of here right now. So there was a pack of cigarettes on the table. I took the pack of cigarettes. I was like, and this is for the inconvenience. And we left with this crackhead's pack of cigarettes. Did you get the weed? No. Fuck. So we wasted our time. Well, you got a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, and I didn't even smoke. <laughs> so that was my crackhead story. This is for the inconvenience. Crackhead story number two. I was living with Spencer, who was on our show last week. Go listen to it. Listen to um, it. He was the Gouda kid. We he was the Gouda kid. He Gouda. was also he was also in movies and stuff, but that's not important. Gouda. So yeah, we uh we lived above a pizza place in Toronto on Lakeshore. Lakeshore, sketchy as shit, and especially in Etobicoke. So super sketchy. Oh, it's the hood. That's where I started my graffiti career, dude. <laughs> like it's fucking sketchy. Super so sketchy. we came down the stairs onto the main street to. I think we were just like gonna hit the one hitter outside. I, I smoked. I used to smoke a lot of pot. All right. So like we we just go outside and there's this dude bleeding on the sidewalk, fucking bleeding. I'm like, dude, what? Out. Like bleeding out? He was injured, bro. Like somebody fucked him up proper. And I was All like, right. oh my god, Like, are you okay? And he looks at me, he's like, I don't know where the fuck they went. And I was like, oh, this is bad. Like, instantly, I'm like, oh, fuck, why did I ask him if he was okay? He's like, I don't know where they went. They're supposed to be my friends. And I was like, what the fuck happened, man? Like, oh my god, I'm not touching this guy at this point. No. I'm like, what? Is this? So he's, he starts crying, hysterically crying. I was actually with Kayla. I was not with Spencer. I was with my ex. So, and she's like looking at me like, what the fuck? I was like, you just did the fucking side. So I was like, what's going on, man? And, he, and there's like a bench out front of the pizza stop. And he sits down and he starts talking and all this nonsense. He's like, oh, I got all fucked up. I got all fucked up. They took my money. They took my money. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, are, are you, do you need me to call you a cab? Like, where are you going? Do you need to go to the hospital? And he's like, no, 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 no hospitals. I, I, I just got to go to my friend's house. I got to go to my friend's house, man. Everyone on Lakeshore is struggling. Everyone on Lakeshore is struggling. And he just kept saying, everyone on Lakeshore is struggling. And I was like, 
all right, bud. I'm, uh, I don't really know what to do here. And the pizza guy comes out and he's like, you again? <laughs> it's a fucking old Italian guy. And then he goes, ah! and he like scurries away. I was like, what happened? He was like, <laughs> he's like, this guy tried to steal my pizza. I hit him in the head with a rolling pin. <laughs> I was like, he, so there were never any friends. There were never any, anything. He just, the pizza guy kicked him out and hit him with a rolling pin. And he was bleeding on the side of the road. I don't know how he was bleeding that bad from a rolling pin impact. But goddamn, oh, I don't know, man. They got some fuck. You get some velocity behind a rolling pin. They fucking <laughs> they gonna do some damage. Yeah, it was fucked up. That happened. So those are my crack stories. I like it. <laughs> I don't even know if that guy was on crack. I'm just assuming. Maybe he was concussed. Probably needed help. How do worms not die when they get cut in half? They have nine hearts. What? Worms have nine hearts. Is that true? Yes. I'll look it up right now. Nine, nine hearts. Nine hearts. See, I like, I, and I fish. Right, and I've and I, and like like one time somebody told me like yeah when you rip the when you rip it apart like it just becomes like two worms like it's just another worm, and I never questioned it I just kind of accepted it I went on with life. While it's like, not yeah, technically a heart, the aortic arch of an earthworm performs a similar function and is commonly referred to as one, as for the sake of simplicity, an earthwork, an earthworm has five arches slash hearts that are segmented and pump blood throughout its body. So five, sorry, not nine. They have five hearts. Well, fuck. <laughs> so seriously, you cut well, a one and a half, then they have two and a half hearts. Well, there you go. That's that's it. That answers your question, listener. So could you technically cut them into five parts and they'd be yeah, one? Five worms. Are they still technically one worm? Or are they a super worm when you cut them, before you cut them? Yeah, and then if you have five worms, if you give it enough time, do they eventually get more hearts? Do they grow? No, no. It's, it's like a, their oh. whole body is like an aortic pump, just like your heart. So it's just sectioned off into so five different. So you're telling me you're telling me worms are just hearts. moving organs. Worms are hearts. They're like in they're yeah. They're but they moving. digest dirt and poop it out into purer dirt. That's why worm castings are generally used to plant things. Yeah, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I like it. And me too. I like that. I like learning things. I like doing like doing things for like the first time and like learning things and kind of adapting and stuff <laughs> like that. Fantastic transition, Zachary. Thank you. Yeah, these questions you, are taking a lot longer than I. There's a lot. Well, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's only one good one left. But you go ahead. Let's talk about your building things. Not build. I don't want to talk about building. I want to talk about doing things for the doing first things. time. I changed my tires on like, Thursday. Yeah, like like uh, someone had to teach me that. Yeah, dude. I remember the first time I got gas. How stressed that I was. I think I almost cried in the car. Really, dude. I dropped the nozzle. I used to love it when people would let me pump their gas. No, dude, like, but I never. No one taught me. I, I, I think I was with my sister, and we went driving <laughs> it's not one really day. A as hard we talked concept. about. It's not, and so I got <laughs> it out. I like, I put my card in, you know, did all that stuff, and I took it out, put it in my gas tank, and like hit the button, and I was like, all right, cool, I got it. This is, this is going really well. <laughs> and then, like, when it finished, I went to like put it back, and you know how there's like the little. Like yeah, the little thing thingy the that bottom. you can clip in. Yeah, and no, 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 no. On the where like where you put oh, it back. Yeah, yeah, where you holster it. Yeah, there's a little thing on the bottom that prevents it from falling out. Oh, you well, didn't. I hit didn't it. get that concept, and so I just kind of like put it back, and it fell, and I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. Picked it up, put it back, fell, fell again, and I was like, Heather, what do I do? <laughs> it, it, it won't stay. So I went to put it down on the ground, and just leave it, and then I, you're like, fucking and kidding. Then I was me. like, I was like, I'm just gonna leave it. It's not gonna register your. Your pump's done that way, though. I know. And so my sister's <laughs> like, my sister's like, we can't just leave it. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. And then she's like, well, 
watch what other people are doing. So I just kind of like, I stood there for like 10 minutes <laughs> waiting for somebody to show up at the gas tank just so I could peer my head around <laughs> just and watch them put it back. And then they kind of went and they just, and you, like they in and down. And I just kind of was like, all right. And one shot, fucking I went, ram it. Fuck it. Foo, foo. And I was like, yeah. we're good. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the, the gas pump probably thought you stole from them. Dude, I had so much anxiety. I was so nerd. I was like, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Okay. Yeah. So I, I've changed my own tires a couple times. And like this is on the ground with the jack and just using like a ratchet and a torque wrench. So the last time I went to change my tire, my neighbor across the road, Brian, has a hoist Brian. and all this shit in his garage. I can't find the tire jack. Matt doesn't know where it is. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go and see if the mechanic Brian has one. And I did not intend to use his hoist, okay? I intended to like go over, buy or borrow the tire jack, and just do it in his driveway because like that's his business. I don't expect him to let me use it for free. So I get over there, and, and I guess Brian's had a couple beers. He's like, Neil, just fucking pull the car. In. You're going to ask me for a tire jack? Just pull the car in and use the hoist. I have no fucking idea how to use a car hoist. I'm like, yeah, man. Of course. No worries. You got it. So pull the car in. He guides me in. Blah, blah, blah. So we're sitting there outside. He's like, so you're going to do it? And I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and he's like, you're going to do it? And I was like, I'm going to be honest, Brian. It's it's a pretty like big piece of machinery. Like, I'd rather you show me how to use it so I don't fuck it up. Yeah. And he was like, okay, okay, no problem. I'll show you how to do it. So he goes and he situates like you put this part under your frame up here. You put this part back here. Slides it out. I was like I don't know how you slid it out, but that's great. So yeah, he's like I'll lift it up. You can put it down. I was like great. So he lifts it up into the air. He's like all right, change your tires. And I'm like I'm used to using hand tools. There's like airlines and fucking impact, fucking crazy impact guns and shit. I'm like oh god, okay here we go. So. Brian, do you have the, the the bolt thing, like the ratchet for it? He's like, yeah. So he gives me the ratchet. I was like, hey, where's the, the impact? He's like, here. So I go to get the fucking airline. It's on like a hose thing that's like retractable. I pull it out. <laughs> goes oh, right back uh, in. Oh, yeah. Was I pull it, it out. <laughs> <laughs> pull it out. <laughs> goes right yeah. back in. He's like, Neil, what the fuck are you doing? Comes over, pulls it all out. Dude, you, you look back at him. You're crying. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> 27-year-old Neil is just being scarred for life. So, yeah, I'm like, fuck, I have no idea what I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, I get, the, I get it on. I was like, hey, Brian, is the uh, the impact going the right way? He's like, yeah, it's going the right way. Don't worry. So, like, I go and I, like, I unscrewed the first one and the bolt falls. He's like, Neil, hold the ratchet so the bolt doesn't fall. I was like, oh, my God. Will you be my dad? <laughs> so, like, literally. So, I do them all and he's like, my suggestion is you go back left, back right, front right, front left. You leave the gun there. You leave your lug nuts on, on like, the arms of the hoist and you go around. So, I was going around doing all my brakes. And I was like, okay, so like, I start putting it back on, and you, you know how you go in like a star formation. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know the formation. I was like, I've changed tires before. I just have never, never done used it a with hoist and machinery technology. Yeah, like what the fuck? So he gives me a torque wrench. I torque wrench my tires or whatever. Put it down. <laughs> Brian's like, uh, Brian's like, you double check the torque wrench and stuff, right? I was like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, you did the second half of that perfectly. The first half, I thought you were gonna get hurt. <laughs> So, but dude, I walked out of there with like hands dirty, chef, chest like puffed out. I was like, I'm a goddamn mechanic. Yeah, you except know? you were in like moccasins and <laughs> I was in my cut off blunt stones and yeah. fucking like, yeah. And the thing is, I'm also like doing this dry month, right? So he's like, do you want a beer? And I was like, no, I can't have beer. He's like, you're gonna come over here, use my hoist, and not have a fucking beer with That's me. That's almost disrespectful. And I was like, fuck. And he's like, I'm charging you one shot of moonshine to use the hoist. And I was like, no. And he pulls moonshine out of his freezer. He's like, have the fucking shot of moonshine. I was like, Brian. I'm not drinking this money. He's like, I know, buddy. No worries. Just so I put it away. I was like, fuck. That was the closest I came to breaking. He will remember that. Oh, for sure. If you don't will. know Brian, he will remember oh, that. Oh, yeah. Brian, Brian will remember that. I cannot wait 
<laughs> Until uh, you force that. Force this young meal. Okay. Yeah, you're doing a dry month. Tell everybody about that. Yeah, it's going well. I feel great. I've lost six pounds. Yeah, you look great. Dude, I'm I'm, I'm energized at work. I'm still yeah. stressed the fuck out, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I switched. I went from I went from drinking coffee in the morning to orange juice in the morning, and I, I feel way more energized. And my doctor was like, you know, it's probably the vitamin C. For me, I, I think it's just the vodka. <laughs> Hey yo! Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, there's one last question here. One last question. And this one's actually a fucking good one. And I just got to pull up all the fucking questions quickly because I put it down. Well, fuck. Um, it is. Is adulting what you expected? Your life in your 20s. Is life in your 20s what you thought you'd be doing in your 20s? I'm going to be honest. I never put thought into what I'd be doing in my 20s after 25. Um, If I'm being a thousand percent honest, uh, yeah. I, I thought I'd have kids by now. Honestly, I think so too. Honestly, um, uh, and not because like not like like oh like I, I got somebody pregnant like I'm like I I, I wanted I want I want a kid super duper young. Um, I still do. Like don't get me wrong, you're um, running out of time, bud. I know. Uh, turn to twenty six. Chelsea. <laughs> but uh, no, um, there's definitely things that your younger life prepares you for, but there's also a lot of things that you don't get prepared for. Like taxes suck. Oh God. Like taxes, and you know what? You know Here's what taxes my shit, are? H and R Block go nuts. Everything. Taxes are everywhere, and they're on everything. They're on gas prices, which directly linked to blindness. I had a burp. <laughs> gas prices. They're, yeah, they're they're they, they're attached to gas prices, which are directly linked with blindness in in inner <laughs> inner city cats. Felines. Um, Unbelievable. But yeah, I, I mean, I I mean, I I pretty much prepared for this. Like, um, I, I, I think I'm right on track to where I was. Like, it's, it's really not that different to, you have the same mindset, the same goals. You just, yeah, are different. I think coming into my twenties, I definitely didn't put much thought into where I would be in my twenties. Cause like no. by that time, you know, already being in college and like finishing school and you know, like when you get your first real job, that's basically where your brain goes. All right, you're doing it. And yeah. like, Obviously, you have goals and shit. Like, you want a house. You want to. You want to be able. You want to be able to. Like, obviously, you're gonna have goals and shit. You want a house. You want to be able to like really kind of. I don't know. Figure out what your priorities are and where you want to be. Yeah. With with where you stand financially, things like that. But that stuff all comes into play kind of as you learn it. Like, you don't worry about your debt until you get into it. You don't worry about a place to live until that's the next chapter for you and your partner or or like, hey, I'm, I'm not worried about getting a new car until my old car breaks. Like, it's kind of like reactive, I find it. And, and people who can yeah. plan their late 20s, like good, good for you guys. But that is not something I did. I did not plan where I would be or what I would be doing. No, I, I think I think that life really took a turn when I stopped getting summers off. Do you know what I mean? Like when true my, when I stopped getting like, oh, hey, like, oh, it's com- coming to be June. Okay, well, you know, just, oh, right. We, I don't get, I don't get summers off anymore, huh? It's kind of fucking weird. All right, I just, and you just that 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 to me was the first culture shock. That's their first culture shock, is of oh, adulthood. I, yeah. Oh, I do this all the time. Like this is it forever. I'm, yep. This is it. I but work that, now. That's the thing, and like, 
You know, a lot of people say you shouldn't work to live, or you shouldn't live for work, or I forget what the fuck they say. Yeah, but yeah, but those people go fuck themselves. Yeah, yeah. I would love to own a company and not have to work a day in my life. Don't get me wrong, but that doesn't happen. Yeah, thanks, Gary V. And you do know, something that you're passionate about. Yeah, good for you. You fool. You drove it on a fucking Land Rover. Go fuck yourself, Gary V. Dude, that guy is like, if you think you're gonna have your shit figured out in your 20s and your 30s, you're totally wrong. I wish I had my shit figured out. Are you kidding me? Oh my yeah. god. I wish like 10 years ago I would go back and be like, yo, Bitcoin. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? You should be waking up at three in the morning getting magazines and selling them for a cent on eBay. Go fuck yourself. No, I want to sleep. <laughs> no. Dude, adult, dude adulting, adulting is this. And uh, this is what I think. Pay your rent or your mortgage, okay? Make sure your car is paid for. Make sure you have enough money for gas. Don't stress about where you are in life. Worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about... If I'm going to be there, like where you're going to be in three years, worry about having money for groceries. Don't worry about your status image or what you're doing or where you're going to drink on Friday or Saturday. Like, Don't worry about that. Make sure your shit's paid for, because here's the thing. Your 20s is for a lot of people. This is why they get this is why later life sucks for everybody, because they plan their 20s like it's a fucking party. I'm in my 20s. Oh, I'm young. Fuck <laughs> that, dude. Because you know what's way cooler than having fun in your 20s? Balling out in your 40s and your 50s with your fucking boat and your yacht and your house paid for. All that fucking shit. Grind in your 20s. Grind in your 30s. Ball the fuck out in your 40s and your 50s. You can retire at 55 and be a f and just units. <laughs> units. You want to buy a boat? You know what fucking expensive boats are? <laughs> dude, I'll give you a flip to that, though, okay? In my 20s and my 30s, and I would rather use this time where I'm young and nimble to explore. I would like to I would like to be able to climb mountains and fucking go on cross-country hikes. If I'm 50, you think I'm going to make it through the fucking Himalayas? A real man will. <laughs> well, shit, man. I'm just saying, like, I understand the wanderlust. I understand the feeling that time is is not eternal that you, you your time's limited you never know what's going to happen you've got to yeah. do what you can while you can and that's that's the mindset that a lot of our generation has right now but also in hindsight to that this isn't it and you can't live your life thinking that this is it no your 20s are like a 1% like your adulting is so is so vast because adulting is an we haven't even started thing. adulting no this is our fucking crash no. course this is our 10 years to figure out how to prioritize to figure out how, how to, to get budget exactly well, budgeting is very real yeah for sure but even aside from the money man we don't even know what we want yet we don't even know what it is that we truly want from life and if you do know that fucking power to you i i hope that you're happy yeah we're happy for you go fuck yourself <laughs> but i'm telling you right now man like right now my 20s my 20s are dedicated to learning to learning from my fuck-ups yeah, i'd rather make the mistakes now than when i'm 50 and i can't fix them i'd rather figure it out because now if i fuck up and i get fired from a job i got my whole goddamn 30s to find another superstar job and you know what and and then on top of what i said and my, my father told me this and it stuck with me and i've said this to you a million times nine to five is always going to be there that's enjoy, just it. Enjoy yourself, man. I mean, when I say grind, like I mean, I don't mean grind as in go to work and work a desk job and push pencils. I mean, like do, do whatever the fuck you want. Do what you want. Live, but like don't live in the sense where you're putting yourself in a position where you're not a learning anything. That's what it comes down B, to, dog. You're not like you're not experiencing things. Like if you're just going to bars and wasting your money at pubs, 
you're not learning anything except for the fact that you're probably going to have an alcohol problem. And when it, when you hit 40 and none of your friends or all of your friends have kids and lives and cottages and they're going to do this and they're camping, what are you doing? Well, you're working because you, you're you in don't that have those things. You're in the same pub. Learn something every single day. Learn one thing a day that you enjoy and do what you're passionate about. That's how you do it. That's that, how you that's live. What that's, life's that's, about. that's what adulting and what your 20s are. That's it. It is a fucking crash course. Enjoy yourself. Do what you want. Spend meet time. People. Spend time with people you love. Meet people. Talk to people. Because the like, like the best. Like that's I, what I, see, I do every day. I see what you're doing. <laughs> what I do every day is I just I just talk to people. It's like a fucking timer goes off in your brain. I know. It's great. I know. Um, but talking to people. Tell the people, Zach. You, you, we can tell the people. Anybody can tell the people. And you go, well, what, do we, what do we tell these people? Well, you can tell them about the up-down. You could. You could. You could tell them about fucking... All pub, kinds of stuff. Pub buses. Pubs. You could tell them about fucking... Breweries. That's it. You could tell them about blindness, virtual... Blindness and inner cats and how they're affecting the gas prices. All of it. All and of it. As long as you're telling them something that you care about, they should feel obligated to tell two more of their friends. And I think that that's what adulting is. It's telling your friends and telling them to tell two more. Up and down. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.